track it down, little bit of snake skin. Uptown Smith White, checks me with dolphins. Lambo, six feet, dogs do backspins. High like neck break, chained at the halogen. Ring watch earrings, everything's popping. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of Sneakers and Up. This is season two, episode three. And we got we got an oldie but goodie back with us today, man. We're one of the, one of the originators. So I am Dante, and I am GC, and I'm glad to be back. It's been a minute. I've been out in the wild taking care of some family stuff and some life stuff because you know, like Soul Supremacy says, life is greater than shoes. But I'm back and happy to be here. Yes, man, it's so good to have back. We got the original crew back together again. All right, so just like we started from the get go, from the jump. We're going to jump right into what you rocking, what you watching. So, sir, if you would like to go first. Sure. I'm rocking. So, as we all know, we're all in COVID shelter in place. So, I don't really uh, get to get out too much. But when I do, what I walk, walk, what I rocked recently was I went out of my way to grab these. My um, off-white, uh, the tin or the original Prestos, rocked those out in the wild just because I had to go out. And I wanted to just put some nice kicks in my feet. And then what am I watching? There's a show called 3% on Netflix. It's a Brazilian show that's kind of like Hunger Games, but a little bit different. Dope, dope show. I love it. Just finished season four. What about you, Dante? What you walk, what you rocking? What you watching? All right. Well, um, you know me, man. And COVID got can't stop me. So I'm still <laughs> rocking sneakers. <laughs> so yesterday I was rocking the Reebok questions, Bubba Chuck. Okay, nice. Uh, and then today I had to go run a few errands this morning, so I was rocking the uh, Jordan 4 uh, MX95 Neon. Nice, nice. Now that shoe right there, I don't want to get into it too long, but I think that's a shoe that I like. I was like, ah, I don't like that. But I have a feeling I might come around to that and then be salty that it's like now overpriced. So, Right, you know. I have two, man. I had to have it. Yeah, yeah. I'm an MX95 guy, and just the 95s, I don't want those modified at all. So see him on a Jordan 4, which is my other, like the 95 is my favorite Nike running shoe or whatever. And Jordan 4 is my favorite Jordan. To see them combine, it just doesn't. Okay. I got but you. I might regret it, though. I might regret it in a year or so. So it's been recorded here, Mark. You got <laughs> I feel it. I, and if it helps, I actually both, I got them both on sale. Both pairs, I got them on sale. Yeah, buddy of mine got them on sale as well. And I still, like, you know, didn't pull the trigger. So I think I paid one. 40 or something like that close to for each okay yeah that's that's not bad you know and and they go up and you can you know you don't need the extra pair you got a little bit of profit on your hands so that, that's true yeah. all right so what i'm watching and we um, we all know that it's been hot where i'm at man so i try to not move during the weekend so uh on netflix netflix has had me on lock for a little while now so uh they have the seventh son Okay. which was on Netflix. It's a Netflix original movie, which I thought was a TV show, but The Seventh Son is pretty dope. Like if you like, you know, if you like to escape into like a Dungeons and Dragons type of world, um, okay. that that really had me in it. Um, I am now watching uh, Cursed, which is a season. Uh, it's also a Netflix original uh, series. Uh, and this is kind of the same thing, but it's about before King Arthur and Excalibur and all that stuff. Okay, nice. So I've been kind of engulfed in that as well. And this is all one show called The Seventh Son, or no? Cursed. No, Cursed is a, Cursed is a series, and The Seventh Son is a movie. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so Seventh Son is sci-fi, and Cursed is Excalibur, King Arthur, but before. 
Yeah. So, I mean, the whole thing, though, has got to do with, you know, like, uh, um, what is that called? Like fairies and nymphs and all that other stuff. Gotcha. So it's, it's all like fairy tale type stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so it's pretty cool, you know, especially with the, the real world right now, handing us a bunch of bad news. It's cool to escape a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's what I'm watching. All right. So we got a bunch of sneakers to go over that uh, some are coming out in the near future. Some are coming out much later. So the first ones that I want to talk about are, and it seems to be every week and I, or every week I'm bringing this up, but is a Jordan 13. So this one is um, basically it's all white, kind of like almost like the Hornets, the CP313s, where they're like majority white. They have some navy blue and some light blue. Right. Um, they're technically called the, the dark powder blue 13s. What are your feelings on these? Yeah, I mean, when I saw these, I was like, hold on, these already came out. But like you said, maybe there's that, that CPT one or whatever, but it's a nice shoe. Um, I'm not a big 13 guy. Um, I like the um, Ray Allens, but of course, you know, that's like the most exclusive one. But uh, um, it's a shoe for me. It's just like, eh, I'm either way, I'm okay. Um, but as I said a second ago, it looks to me exactly like the one that just came out. So, um, you know, it's just uh, just a slight modification. I think it's a money grab by Nike personally. Oh, definitely. Um, me being, uh, uh, you know, having that weakness for 13s, these are a must-have for me. Okay. I, I just have that weak spot for them. I can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's, a, it's a cool shoe. Um, also, like, it being all white, too. It's like, yeah, you got to keep these looking nice and clean, too. But um, for me, it's a, yeah. But I'm That's kind it. of with all shoes right now. I feel it, but uh, that color blocking is a weak spot for me. Where it has literally that color blocking right there, you can just switch those colors out. I will continue to buy the shoe. Ah, gotcha. With, with the white toe, the white uh, midsole, and the white uh, what is that? Like the the dotted upper. Yeah. As long as you, as long as all you do is color the suede and color the uh, the outsole, I'm sold. Gotcha. Okay, so those are your go-to colors. Yep. No. All right. So, and then the next one is gonna be the um, the Nike Dunk Low Chicago colorway. Yeah, I'm not so, a fan of that. I'm not a fan of this whole Dunk wave. Um, yes, I bought the Chunky Dunkies, and yes, I paid resale for them. So, you know, I didn't get any type of like come up or anything like that. But I like the Chunkies because they're out there. They have something different. But to me, this is just kind of a basic shoe. Um, I'm not really feeling this whole dunk wave, especially with these like just kind of simple colors. So this for me is like a just an ant or a pass. Yeah, for me these would be just a pass or uh, just an ant. I, I would try a cop just because I like the Chicago colorway. Hmm. Excuse me. I wouldn't want the Chicago Jordan one highs. I would want the Jordan one lows. Okay. So, but if I could get these, I think retail for these is like $110 or something like that. Yeah, but the way dunks are going nuts right now. You know, these might be sold out and then selling for like two, three times the price just because everybody's going crazy for dunks. Which I do. Exactly. I'm not stuck on dunks enough to pay resale for. Like, I, I like dunks, but I don't like them enough. I, I don't I don't hold dunks in that high of a regard. Mm -hmm. I, only, I only have two pairs. Gotcha. Gotcha. And for the people who are listening, um, this is basically the Chicago colorway is basically uh, white midsole, red outsole um like red and white upper red white and black like the typical jordan one chicago so it's just basically that in a dunk and low top yeah all right so the next one is going to be 
the Yeezy D Rose Adidas collaboration. Okay. Um, you go, you go first in that because I need to pull up what that looks like again. I don't even know where to start with how ugly this shoe is, and I, I don't even know if you consider this an actual shoe. This is kind of like I don't. Wait, hold on. That thing with like that rubbery. That's it. I thought that was like a swim shoe or something. No, that's it. That's the D Rose. Like I've seen that. I've seen people modeling that shoe already. Yeah, man, dude. That just looked like a pair of um, uh, like uh, rubber high heels, like a full shoe rubber high heel type of thing. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It's really. I don't. I don't understand what is going on with this shoe. Me neither. But it's I like, mean, it's like a slip on. It's like a like a water shoe or like a bath yeah, shoe. Yeah. Or it looks like if you were to watch a sci-fi movie and aliens were to show up, the aliens would be wearing this. Yes. So can you imagine how many colors are going to come out with this? I'm sure they're going to come out with so many earth tones, earth tones for this. Yeah, well, the thing is, is that they had those other ones. I'm pulling a blank on the name now, but they had those other ones that came out that looked absolutely horrible and people went nuts for them. So they're like, oh, man, okay, you're going nuts for this? We'll just make more. So that's what they're doing. Oh, you, uh, oh man, what are they called? Uh, it's basically like a sandal, like a, like a croc. Yes, right, because the sandals was the first thing where people were like, eh, and then all of a sudden they blew up, and then they came up with that croc thing, and that went, the people went psycho for that, so it's like, oh, let's keep going. So that's Those are horrible, absolutely horrible. Yeah, all of them are terrible, but, you know, who am I to judge? Whatever. I just hope that he comes out with a bunch of them, and he releases them on Saturday morning, so people try to go for those and leave me with the Jays and the Nikes. <laughs> yeah, well, Dante, there's a, there's a certain thing out there called bots, and with those bots... They can go after multiple things simultaneously. So oh, that is very true. I saw a post this morning on Instagram about people scoring on those uh, Kobe Five, and they were all bot pages that you can yeah. see. That uh, man, you know, it is what it is. Though, welcome to the sneaker world, I guess. Exactly. No surprises. Right. All right. The next one is the Jordan One Retro OG High Biohack. Ah, okay. Let's see. Let me pull that up real quick. Um. Oh. This I'm is a GS shoe. Huh? This is a GS shoe. It is dropping in GS. It's uh I've already seen um adults have these. Gotcha. So I think they're just notifying that they'll also be dropping in GS. Yeah, for me, this is a easy pass. I mean, if there's any resale or something, I'll try to grab it and try to like, you know, use it to as bait for something else to get close to something else. But for me, the shoe physically is like blah. But outsole, and for people who are listening, so the outsole is kind of like a faded yellow. Sorry, the midsole is like a faded yellow. It's a Jordan 1. Outsole is black. Upper is like, and the back uh, heel collar is uh, like a leathery brown. There's a silver swoosh, a black center panel, and then the toe is like a navy-ish type of blue, maybe a little light, and then there's a baby blue or sky blue toe box. So, it's kind of all over the place. I think they're trying with to... With orange tongue. With the orange... Oh, I can't even see because it's a side picture with the orange tongue, so... I'm and not a sure... Red, and a red liner. Was it? Red, like an infrared liner. Oh, yeah, okay. See, that shows you did your homework more than I did. Yeah, this shoe for me is an easy pass. Um, there's nothing I can... It doesn't do anything for me. What about I, you, Dan? I, to me, this is another eh. Like, I like it for... I wouldn't mind adding to this collection for retail, mm -hmm. but other than that, I am not chasing this shoe down. I don't absolutely hate it, but I don't love it either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a shoe that, like, if you were in a store and you saw it on the shelf, you'd look at it and just keep on stepping. But you wouldn't be like, ugh, but you wouldn't be like, oh, man, I got to grab those. So Yeah, I would not chase it down. I wouldn't work any harder than trying to hop in line on a sneakers app sitting in my recliner. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I like that. 
Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't even put the recliner down and like lean forward. You know how like you get intense <laughs> like video games and stuff? I wouldn't even get that intense. Yeah, yeah. Like you're gonna be in full like lay lay down mode. Um, yep. Full relax. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's that's it for those. Okay. Um, okay. So the other one I want to go to is I want to cover a couple more Nikes and then we'll jump into uh, other brands. Sure. So the next Nike I want to jump into is. Uh, your thoughts on the new? I think it's the Kyrie Seven. Okay, let's see. Let me pull that up real quick. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, so, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, I like this the style of it as far as like the design with the upper. It looks um, creative. It definitely captures the the kind of Kyrie esque look it's been had. Um, but real quick, please explain to the audience what the shoe actually looks like so they know what you're referring to. So, man, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, it's like a black shoe. It looks like it has like the Jordan 13 3M type of upper where it's kind of reflective. Underneath um, the body of the shoe itself. Right. Yeah. But it looks like the shoe maybe has like, in there, if you get the 3M flashing on it, it reveals, I guess, a little bit of a, like some circles and some patterns underneath. But it's pretty much a black shoe with 3M on the upper. And then it also has a little bit of that... Um, was it tomahawk or that like shark shark teeth kind of action with the rigid edges like on the Jordan Five um, in the yeah. mid as well? So it's like a few things going on. Yeah, it's 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 really hard to explain. Um, it's black and red. Yeah, this one's black and red. Um, man, you know, going from the six, which is almost reminiscent of a Yeezy Two, to this is such a far jump. This still this goes back to reminds me of the I think it's the the Kyrie four. Okay. Cause the five had like that wing go over the, the upper, the six mm-hmm. has a strap and there's these, the sevens. So these remind me a re- little bit of the four, which I was not really a fan of. Yeah. I didn't know this was a new model, but you're right. It is. Yeah. It's just, it's, uh, I've never been a Kyrie person, but then as I say, every time I come on this show, and we talk about basketball shoes. I'm never into basketball shoes. I don't play basketball. And also my feet are big. So basketball shoes just look, not very good, especially if you're just rocking them and not playing basketball. So, right, I'd, be a, I'd probably be a pass on almost every basketball shoe that comes out. That's fair. Yeah. So for me, uh, for me, and I wear basketball sneakers casually and for playing basketball. Hopefully, one day I get to play basketball again. Um, but for, yeah, for me, the, even these are a pass. I'm not sure what they were thinking. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty much a cash grab in my opinion. I can just figure, well, let's just make more stuff, and you know. Kyrie's right. not playing, right? So let's just, you know, try to get some money out of him somehow. Yep, exactly. All right, so there's two more uh, Nike Jordan sneakers we want to uh, talk about. So the next one is going to be the Kobe 5 Pro Tro, which mm-hmm. is a performance retro. Is That's what Pro Tro stands for. Um, uh, huh? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro Tro is a performance retro. I wonder how many people in the audience actually didn't know that as well. Just thought it was a pro tro. I never knew it was performance retro. Yeah, they combined the words because uh, Kobe always said that if his shoes ever came back out, he wanted people to be able to play them, not like Jordans. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so performance retro. Uh, these are the five rings, um, which is basically it has like a gray outsole, mm-hmm. um, a gradient yellow at the front, fading to purple midsole all purple upper with the yellow check and then it has some designs and stuff going around the toe not the toe box but around the toe quarter panel Mm -hmm. um 
of some yellow designs over the purple. So I'm not really sure what it is. And then there's also some uh, designs in purple embedded in the purple of the shoe itself. Okay. So for me, these have always been a cop. Like I've, I've, I've always wanted these. I just couldn't really find Kobe 5s. Uh, where I was at when Kobe fives were coming out originally. Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, I do like these. Okay, dope. It's funny because I'm looking at a few pictures of these and you keep saying purple and it looks more like a navy, not navy, it looks more like that warrior's blue. So is it just depending on the lighting? I think it's called imperial purple. Interesting. Because like, I was wondering why Kobe had a shoe that looked like, because this is like from the, uh, looking at my computer screen, it looks like the Warriors colors, just that that blue and gold. So maybe it's the lighting and so on and so forth. Um, oh, but this shoe, yeah. But this shoe for me, um, I'm not a Kobe fan. You know, rest in peace to the man. Great basketball player. I liked him too, as well as a person. But I never was a big Lakers fan because I'm Warriors and um, before Warriors, my original team is the Sonics before they moved. So um, never really affiliation with Kobe, and I never was a huge on like the style of the shoe. So for me, it's like hey, if you're a Kobe fan, you probably want these. But if you're not a Kobe fan, like as a casual, it's like. It's okay, but it doesn't really do anything for me. I feel it. I've, I've, I like Kobe. I've always liked Kobe's play. I've always respected him. Mm-hmm. Um, was never really a huge fan of any one person. But when it comes to sneakers, though, it's I always take the person away from the shoes. If I like the shoe, mm-hmm. then I like the shoe. Gotcha. So that's why, you know, there's a lot of sneakers out there that, you know, like Jordans or Kobe's or LeBron's or whatever, um, I can just openly say I don't care for it. This the sneaker is ugly. Like uh, Kyrie, I like Kyrie. Kyrie's a man; he can play. But that Kyrie seven is whack. Gotcha. It's funny you said it because I think I'm different from you in that. In that, for me, I don't care what the shoe looks like. If I don't like the person who's representing that shoe, then I'm not gonna rock it. You know, I can appreciate it for an aesthetic, but I would never buy a shoe. Like we're gonna talk about something a little bit later. And you're gonna be surprised with my answer. Um, because it has an affiliation that I want nothing to do with. So um, you're going to be surprised. But everybody loves these shoes. So that's kind of how I feel about, you know, this. It's like I have nothing against Kobe specifically. But right. just in general, for me, it it is a person, you know, and it's associated with the shoes. So, um, okay. Yeah. I have some shoes I have not purchased that I want because of certain associations. So that's how I roll. I got you. So. All right. Um, so the the... Next one that uh, is uh, that is coming out uh, for us to go over is the Jordan One High Black and Gold Patent Leather. Now, I I want to start off with this one. I am so hyped about these. Uh-huh. I had them when they originally came out. Uh, I forgot when that was because I just don't pay attention to dates like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I want multiple pairs. I absolutely love this sneaker. It's nostalgic to me, a hundred percent. Unlike the one that came out, uh, I think it was like five years ago, this one's all black, just like that version was. Had the black midsole, black sole, mm-hmm. uh, gold stitching. The last one that came out had the white. Okay. I did not like that, so I did not try it. Even though the the price went super high on those, mm-hmm. this is what I want. Gotcha, gotcha. So this is definitely heat for you. For me, it's funny. I'm looking at this, and yeah, the color and everything is clean. I just can't wear a patent leather shoe that's just not really my style. Um, the other thing is that these the the patent leather is so shiny in the toe box. Like you said, it's all black, black stitching, black laces, right? Just a few hits of gold. So it looks like a Darth Vader type. I'm thinking I'm getting Darth Vader vibes. When I look at the shoes. <laughs> you know, there you go. Box. I feel it. 
Yeah, man, this is me though. This yeah. is definitely me. Yeah, well, man, when they come out, remind me, and I'll try to cop a pair for you. So you have two people going instead of just one. Perfect. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate the help. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. So uh, there's one sneaker that. Uh, so it's the. It's actually a uh, a Nike. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. cleat, right? But the shoe surgeon sole swapped it with Jordan One, a Jordan One sole. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just out of curiosity, man, how do you feel about this? And just so that way people know, this is based off the Browns uniform. Mm-hmm. It has the same vibe as the Nike Air More of Tempo. So it has OBJ on the side. Uh, where AIR would normally be on the inside. It has uh, his number 13, uh, mm-hmm. and it's uh, white, brown, and like a, I guess, a light brown, white, and dark brown. Yep. So what are your thoughts on this? Would you cop this if this came out? Dante, let's see, I'm going to give you two words to describe this shoe. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> and I'm done. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like this sneaker. I would cut out the liner or the um the sock liner though. Okay. I would so I would make it an actual low top. Yeah, this shoe. I, I I don't like it as it sits, but mm-hmm. I feel like as a low top, I could wear this casually. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's where we differ. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. No, it's all good. I, just, I, I hope a lot of people say that they would. If, but then this ain't coming out though. I would say yeah, shoe sur- shoe surgeon did this, so this is like a probably one of one or limited. Yeah, he made he made it for um, football NFL's media day. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, pass on this for me. You can have them all. There we go. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so the next thing I want to talk about in uh, someone. Um, Instagram page elephants.kin is his IG. He just so happened to post a ton of um of Oregon Ducks, the college, Oregon Ducks of uh, player exclusive shoes. So mm-hmm. I saw it on there and I was thinking to myself, some of these are actually kind of cool, some of these are whack, but Oregon has a ton, a ton of uh PE shoes. Mm-hmm. So that just came to came to me thinking, man, what what are some of like the ones that you would actually want to come out? And then I don't know if you have any opinions on the others. So do you have any uh, Oregon Ducks PEs that you would want to come out? So, Dante, as I mentioned earlier, uh, when I said, like, you know, I don't buy certain things due to their association of the people. I absolutely hate the University of Oregon. I went to the University of Washington, which was a rival. Oh, okay. I would never ever buy a pair of Oregon shoes, wear a pair of Oregon shoes, or support a pair of Oregon shoes. So these are all a pass for me. Now, as a businessman, now these are worth a lot of money. So if I get my hands on a pair, I get them and then resell them, you know, but um, yeah, no, I I, got you. I, I, these could all burn and I'd be, I'd be totally <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. indifferent. Well, let me ask you this though. So there are uh, the fives coming out. Mm-hmm. But they are so. Do, do these matter to you? Like so, the the fives you can see in the picture that I would sent that those fives are coming out, but they don't have any Oregon uh, insignias on it. So there's no duck on the heel. There's mm-hmm. no O on the tongue. So there's no. They're just they're just the green five that are coming out. 
what does that matter to you at all or because you know that the inspiration was from the five exactly that you don't have one and to do with them yeah man i feel like a what's it called a hypocrite because it'd be basically even though i don't like universal oregon i'm rocking a pair of shoes that everybody associates with that no way couldn't do it okay okay that's a completely completely understandable i get it yeah um on the other hand then there's me yeah <laughs> so i, I did you go to the, um, was that the Huskies? Was that you? Yeah. So let me let me add a little bit more to that, and I'll, and I'll be quick, is that when I went to University of Washington, Washington and... Um, you are right, Washington. Yeah, I, I said it's Washington, <laughs> not Washington, Washington. And I'm a little bit older, so when I went to University of Washington, the Huskies were the, the top dog, or one of the top dogs in Oregon, absolutely sucked. So my whole, like, childhood up into early adulthood, Oregon was a horrible school as far as athletics, so... To me, for everybody getting on the Oregon wave now, to me, it's still that same joke of a school. Even though I know they're winning championships and they're really good now, but my whole like association with them is a, a lackluster school and a rival of my school. So can't get behind them under any reason. Any I feel reason. it. I get it. So for me, I'm actually, I do have a bit of an a little bit of an association with Oregon. So I went to DeVry. So I have no correlation with any university whatsoever. Okay. Uh, just because DeVry is a technical school and, you know, so we yeah. have no sports program. Mm -hmm. So, but um, I don't know if you are familiar with who this person is, but Dennis Dixon. That name sounds familiar. Who's that? Uh, so I went to junior high with him. I went to high school with him and he played football in high school uh, for the San Leandro Pirates. Then he went to Oregon to play um, football and I believe baseball as well, but I paid more attention to the football. Um okay. So he played both. Then he went to Pittsburgh Steelers and the Ravens. Um, and he went to a couple of other teams as well. But those are where he got his Super Bowl rings. Mm -hmm. So he went to Oregon. So mm -hmm. I, I lightly followed his career just because I went to school with him for so long. So because I had no personal ties, just I'm just kind of, you know, bouncing off of him just because I've always been a fan of his, uh, mm -hmm. even from high school days. Um, I've always wanted, you know, Oregon PE pairs just to, you know, to rev him because I've always been his fan just as a supporter from, you know, behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So that's where my, that's where I started liking the Ducks from. This Before I even I, knew that they had PEs and whatnot. Makes sense. I get it. I totally, you have an actual connection to the school, which I'm, I totally respect. So that makes a lot of sense. I yeah. don't, so that's why I'm a little bit different. Yeah. So, I mean, granted, I, I mean, I knew him, uh, I knew him personally for a time. He probably... He probably wouldn't know who I was nowadays, but that's fine. Whatever. He's met a ton of people. Um, but so I still I still hold that. So as far as Oregon goes, I don't love or hate because I never went there myself, mm -hmm. but I don't hate them. So I do do not like a lot of the shoes that they have, but I do like the green fives that are coming out. I do like the black and green sixes that are coming out. And the one shoe that I desperately want to come out desperately are the all green threes. The Tinker ones that have the removable swoosh. Hmm. Okay. I want those to come out. Those are all green suede or nubuck with removable swooshes like the Tinker 3s. Um, and I want those bad. I haven't seen any pictures of that, so I'm going to have to do my research after we get off this, um, this podcast. Okay, yeah, because they have the Pit Crews, which are the black. Then they have the white 3s uh, for the Ducks, but then they have the green ones. The green ones are the ones that I want. And I'm not even a huge fan of the, of, of threes, like or a green, uh, the color green like that. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Hey, real quick, we didn't talk about this, but I want to talk about it. Um, 
what were your thoughts on those um, orange and white threes that just came out? The ones with like the orange streak. Like I'm not buying kicks right now, but personally, I'll give up say my thoughts first. I like those a lot. I, I would pick up a pair if I could. But I'm I right absolutely now. the the laser orange. Or yeah, that's what you're about, right. It just came out. Mm-hmm. See, I'm glad that they weren't actually orange because I have the Knicks threes already. Mm-hmm. Um, but because that laser orange, I think everyone jumped on them for the fact that they look like the Kobe threes. Ah, okay, that makes sense. I never thought about that. Yeah, so everyone, I I really want them, and because they're yellow, I don't know why, but I've been on a yellow kind of thing away a wave lately, which I'm not even. I don't like yellow that much, but I've just been on a yellow wave. I don't know why. Yeah, that yellow for me, like when I saw those, I was like, oh, this is a clean pair of shoes, and the way it looks, I was like, I would rock a pair of those, just like the UNCs, right? They have a nice little hit of, in yep. my opinion, a nice little hit of blue as well, so it's a good balance with the white, so. Yep, and I love threes, so there's not a time in my life that I've always loved threes, and I will continue to always love threes. Uh, a lot of the other Jordan numbers will kind of go in waves, like fives will go in waves, 14, sixes will go in waves. Threes are consistent and have been for me, so I try to cop every three that I can. Makes sense. So that's... That's those ones. I think that's, that's – oh, now we're going to jump on to non-Jordan, non-Nike. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Puma Dreamer. Are you familiar with the Puma Dreamer? Um, I think I have the picture. Let me take a look and see. So there's uh, basically a Laker colorway, which is purple mm. and yellow. I believe yeah. those were for Kyle Kuzman, Kuzman, Kuzma because he's represented by uh, Puma. Then there's uh, kind of like a – what looks like a white cement colorway. Yep. Now yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you know, but the Dreamer is a J. Cole signature shoe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So the Puma Dreamer is a J. Cole signature shoe. So I don't know. I don't know if that helps you at all. But what are your thoughts on on those? These shoes are just so, uh, average to me. I mean, if I saw them on the shelf, I'd probably like may take a quick look and keep on moving. Nothing jumps out to me at um, about them. When you finish talking about this, I want to talk about another Puma thing that came on my radar, which is crazy. But anyways, so let me know your thoughts on these. Um, I'm for me to pass. There's nothing about it that jumps out. It's a, it's, I mean, it looks like they put all the designs on the outside of the shoe and on the inside of the shoe, like on the inner, uh, the inside of the foot. Like there's nothing there. It's super plain. Gotcha. Yeah. So for, for me, me yeah. for me, it's still a pass. It, there's nothing about it that really jumps out. Although I did hear. Uh, from different podcasts, people have tried it on, that it is like a really good basketball shoe. It's very reminiscent of a Kobe 8. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Yeah, for me, it doesn't do much. All right, so Puma, what you got to bring up for Puma? Yo, I was on Reddit the other day, and um, there's a pair of Pumas that actually look like Adolf Hitler. Wait, what? Yeah, man, you heard me. So what happens is the way the Pumas are shaped, if you look at them from the top view, the toe box looks like, you know, um, Adolf Hitler's, like, hairstyle, like the way he had his hair kind of parted and stuff like that. And then there's a part in the tongue in the middle where it has, like, a little black patch. So it looks like it looks like Hitler's mustache. So when you get a chance, man, get off. Of, when you get, when we finish this podcast, do a search for a Puma, um, like, Hitler shoes. Now, they weren't specifically made to be for Hitler, but they just happen to look like it. But not from the side angle, from the top angle. It looks like the outline of Hitler's, like, you know, mustache and head it's wow so the biggest question um is did they pull it do you know if they pulled that shoe i I would hope they would um 
I, I, you know, honestly, I tried to, you know, I gotta be honest. I'll be very, very honest here. Um, I tried to buy a pair yesterday. I was like, <laughs> I, just because this is so nuts, I need a pair, right? Right. And no, I get it. You know, but here's the thing, though. I want, I want to also call my own stuff out because, like earlier, I said I don't buy anything I don't associate with. But those are just so nuts. I was like, I gotta have it just for my, you know, personal collection, just for for the what the hell. But yeah, I looked online. I couldn't find them anywhere. They were sold out. So I don't. They pulled them or they're just sold out. They weren't on StockX. Um, I didn't check GOAT, so probably because of that association, probably no company wants to have an association with them. So I get it. Your your best bet, honestly, is probably to search like eBay, because eBay is so so it's more vast, and that probably got out quick. Because I think now that you say it, and we've kind of I had time for it to set in. I think that has come up once before years ago. So that could also be an old shoe. No, this is one that just recently came out. Yeah, oh, I, you know, it's funny. I already, I still have it in my, um, in my search history. So it's called the Puma Storm Adrenaline. Um, if you look at, there's, there's different colors, but there's one specific one that, looking at it from the top view, it looks like Adolf Hitler. Oh man, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. So Puma Storm Adrenaline. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Then you have to type wow. in something because like all the other ones don't look like it at all, but this one particular one does. It's crazy. That's wild. That's wild that it would look like that. Like unintended. Somebody. Well, yeah. I guess not, not. They all don't look at it from the top view. So I mean that you know, being the devil's advocate here, maybe they might have missed it. Yeah, um, I mean, like it's just from the top view that they look like this. From the um, from and it's the, just that one color. Yeah, it's just one color. So what mm -hmm. I'm gonna do, Dante, just a little behind the scenes. I'm gonna actually um, send it to you in Messenger right now, so you can see it. And um, you can take a look at it like whenever you want to, but I'm going to send it to you just so you can check it out. But yeah, it's a, basically the Puma Storm Adrenaline, and it's a black toe box, and then it's white, green, and red. It's crazy. From the top view, it looked just like it. So just give me half a second, but no I'll talk about it either now or talk about it later. No, I, I work from um, I, I, where, we, where we record at is basically my, my office, my home office. So I got four screens up, like three or three screens up. One. So yeah, I, can, I can pull it up too, but yeah, man, that's um, that's absolutely crazy that the shoe would actually look like that. There it is. Isn't that? Oh wow! That crazy, huh? Wow! I could see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah. For for those that are wondering, it definitely does have, and this is just from my first initial view. I it's it's you would you would think that it's kind of a far reach because there's no eyes or nose or it anything is, like yeah. that but it's really it's just the silhouette of his hair and his mustache yeah like his little patch yeah wow that's crazy huh that's it's crazy so, it's so crazy like i said a little a little earlier i wanted a pair because like this is just so nuts that i gotta have this in my collection you know what's funny though is that if it didn't have the uh the little mustache patch you know what it would remind me of What's that? that guy from uh what is that no country for old men yes yeah 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 that killer dude the bad yeah guy. with the with the nail gun or something or whatever that is compressed yeah, air psycho. yep yeah that's what that reminded me of so i like covered the mustache but when you take it away it definitely wow yeah crazy. that's crazy that it, looking down at the top of a sneak it would look like that yeah i don't know how that happened but yeah that's nuts yeah. all right well the last sneaker that i want to talk about is uh Jaden Smith's Jaden Smith's so I got liners in uh his new balance the vision racer uh, how do you explain the sneaker like it has a super thick midsole 
Yeah. I guess he's going for that Fila vibe with this one. Yeah, it looks exactly like those chunky, those chunky Filas, Filas. Is it Fila or Fila? Anyways, those chunky Filas that people have been going, well, like the ladies are going nuts for, you know, like in the last, like that, that wave kind of died, but at least like six, seven months ago, or maybe nine months ago, it was a big deal. So it looks like that. It Just does. Got- it's, it's very reminiscent of that as far as like having that real thick sole. Um, like I tried to to like this thing just because of like it's different, um, it's, you know it's it's new. But I just can't I can't like the sneaker no matter the colorway. I've seen a light blue version. I've seen this. I think I've seen like a I want to say it's like a violet purple. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't get with this one. Yeah, it looks to me like just like those chunky fila shoes, which look good on women if they have small feet. Um, yeah, so it's good for that. But I don't think this will look good on a on a guy because the shoe. Because like the sole is chunky, like I said, and looking at this, I'd say the whole shoe, thirty percent, maybe forty percent of it is actually just the sole. So that's how much of the shoe is taken up by just being the sole, the percentage. So that's not a good look for me for men, but that's my opinion only. Yeah, no, I I would have to agree. I'm not, mm, nah, I can't do it. That's um, it's not where it's at. How, what is it? That ain't it, chief. Yeah, that ain't it, Chief. <laughs> you know what grinds my gears? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we got that We got that coming up. A new segment. Or, you know, it scuffs my kicks. Yeah, exactly. that, that'll be at the end. Yeah. So, we started, like I said, we started taking a little, a little, uh, a little hint from other, other podcasts. Now, obviously, the big one being the Sneak This podcast. Um, but I've heard a couple other ones do it. So, being that it's a little bit more common than I thought, I didn't mind that we we would do it ourselves. So we started lists. So we're starting off small for now. And we'll kind of get up there. And I'm trying to keep them different than what I'm hearing other podcasts are doing. But um, but I'm reaching out to you guys uh, for ideas for the list. So we did top five X-Men mutants last week. We're going to do top five, what did you call it, most regrettable pickups? Yeah, top five impulse buys that you regret so shoes that you bought like spur of the moment and then you regretted it afterwards all right so uh do you want to go first or you want me to go first it's your call you 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 or me doesn't matter um i feel like your list will be better than mine just because i tend to love everything that i buy so for me to really not like something um you know people may or may not understand it though but for you i think yours because you have the passion, but you also have the business sense, mm-hmm. yours might make more sense. Okay, so I'll go first then. Uh, mine is not all sneakers. Um, and the thing is, they all, I notice, except for one, they all have a similar theme with why I, why I regret it. So um, the first one is the Supreme Lawn Chair. So first of all, I didn't pay retail. I paid resale for that shoe because I was like, oh, this is cool. This will be something that will be good for summer, so on and so forth. And I was like, okay, I'll hold on to it and then resell it but the thing is like a crackhead i bought it on stock x and stock x charged 40 dollars for shipping so any like profit or whatever or even just value that the shoe had even if i wanted to break even i wouldn't because that shipping was so high so and i didn't pay you know re i paid resell for them so that's a shoe that i mean not a shoe it's something i'm stuck with now so maybe it'll go back up because like i'd be happy just to get my money back but otherwise i'm stuck with the supreme launch here so that's one thing i regret I think I regret is um, years ago, I think it was 2013, when the foam posit fighter jets came out. Everybody was going nuts for those. Oh, this is going to be the big thing, blah, blah, blah. So I tried to get a pair, 
and I wasn't able to get my pair. So I ended up getting like a kid size, like a kid size, like eight or six or something like that. And I had the worst time trying to get rid of them because no one wanted them in that size. So I was stuck with that fighter jet forever. And then I ended up selling it to a young lady who lived in San Francisco. I drove over and I was happy just to sell them to her for retail. Um, let's see here. What else? What else? Let me check my list real quick. Um, so that's the shoe I paid retail for. The Pharrell Human Races, the Oreos. Um, back when I bought those, the Pharrell wave was kind of going high. So I was like, okay, I'll pay resale for them and get my money back, you know, down the line. Those things have just tanked. No one wants them, especially for the price I paid for them. Next one up, the Ronnie Five Asics. So back in like 2000, I think, was it 12? 2012, uh, he came up with the Ronnie Five Asics Brazils. And I bought those. And that's because everybody was going. And he also had like a USA pack. Oh, that's because it was the World Cup. That's right. It was yeah. World Cup time. Yeah, so I bought the Brazil. I love those shoes. I still have them, but I paid way too much. I paid resale. And I saw those same shoes for like 140 at Ooh, uh, ouch. Yeah, the same shoes in my size at Prestige, which is a local sneaker shop, for like 130 And I paid like a few hundred. I paid like 300 for them. And the last one was another impulse buy, which was the Cause for Blacks. The Cause for Grays did so well that I was like, the Cause for Blacks are guaranteed to do just as well. So I bought the Cause for Blacks at retail, at resale for 900 and those things did not sell for that no one wanted them for that price i was like i, I was so sure but here's a little side story and i'll quit after this is that i put them in fight club because my friend works my friend lives near fight club in la he put them in there they lost them so since they lost them they had to give my money back so i got out of those luckily but no one wanted to pay the money i paid for those shoes so that's my five regrets so the supreme lawn chairs to recap the phone positive fighter jet it's like a kid size six or adult size six, frail human race Oreo, Ronnie Five, ASIC Brazils, and the Cause Four Black. Wow. Okay. Well, the Cause Four Black is not going for that much. Uh. Well, like I said, what I paid for it was not going. It was going for under that, and I paid a lot for it. So oh. Okay. It might okay. be better now, but like when I finally get my money back, um, for them, maybe like a year or so ago, they were still going under than under for what I paid for them. Okay, Maybe, uh, I got you. Yeah. Cause okay. for black. The grays are, people go psycho for the grays, but for the black, it's just like a, because you probably I, can't see the design very well on the black ones. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that's probably why. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, my top five is going to be, uh, number one is a very recent pickup, and it's no other reason than this was a failed attempt at a resale, is the LeBron 17 2K playoff. Okay. So the, the LeBron 17 uh, 2K, the all-purple one, which I have now and I copped for less than retail, uh, that one, when that one came out, that one sold, uh, that one was going like to on the sale side of um, StockX was going for like $1,200. Whoa. Yes. At one point, the all-purple one. The one from the video game where you have to play the yep. video game? Yep. Okay. So, and that one was the first one. So when the LeBron 17 2K playoff came out, which was kind of like that all white, look kind of like a zebra with yellow laces. When that one came out, I hopped on right away, played and got to where I needed to be, bought the sneaker. Um, however, the only size that I could buy was a seven and a half. Mm. So, so then I held it and I was like, all right, cool. Well, I'm just going to hold it and, and it, it it's going to skyrocket. just like everything else. And they did not move at all. Honestly, I, even getting those at a discount, if I were to sell those, I would have lost money. Wow. Through StockX. So I just had to return them. Wow. I've been there. 
Yeah. It's funny, real quick. I bet, hold on, when did you return them? I uh, returned them oh, maybe a month ago. Yeah, watch. Like next month, they're gonna go like skyrocket. That's how it always works. Which right, it's just one of those things. Well, no, because they re they re came back out um, three, two weeks ago, two and a mm -hmm. half weeks ago. Mm -hmm. uh, the sneakers app decided to relist. And this is where I got my all purple pair from. They relisted all of the two K shoes. Well, open the game. Yep, all of them. They relisted for anyone to buy. Wow, like no hype, just like. You know. Just out of nowhere, like I just got a. Uh, luckily, I was actually at a uh, at a rest stop because I was driving on my way to Reno in that big old truck. Uh, I was at a rest stop, and as I was walking out of the restroom, uh, I got the notification. Hopped on real quick as I was walking to the truck, and I was able to get my size in that sneaker. Walked in the truck and drove off. <laughs> nice. Nice, 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 perfect, absolute perfect timing it was meant to be. Now they how are they doing in the resale market? Um, now because they re-released, uh, and there's really no hype for it. Not so, not so well. I could make a little bit of money, but literally just a little bit. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, that's all good. Uh, so the next one is every LeBron 13. That sneaker <laughs> sucked so bad. It hurt it. I wanted to like it. The colorways were dope, but every LeBron 13 was absolute trash. Yeah. Um, the next one is going to be every Adidas boost that I had bought, irregardless if it's a climber boost, ultra boost, which weren't many, uh, anything that had boost in it, boost is so completely overrated. It's sickening. So hold on. Let's just get into that real quick. Is it because they're not comfortable? What, what, what makes them overrated? They are too soft. So as someone who, as someone who has dealt with, um, you know, gate analysis and things like this in the past. If a sneaker is too soft, it's just as bad, not only bad for you, but just as bad as having a sneaker that is too hard gotcha. because your foot is doing whatever it wants to do, <laughs> and that is not a good thing. Yeah, makes sense. So that's why a lot of people that wear those, they get shin splints. They get, you know, for, for one side or a reason, they just their, their, their gait, G-A-I-T, starts messing up. Wow, because everybody was like, oh, this is the most comfortable shoe ever. I'm they old. are soft. They are soft. I'll give them that. They are super soft. Mm -hmm. but And it's just like uh, like Prestos. Mm -hmm. Prestos are super soft. Yeah. Now, they're not as pliable as Boost, mm -hmm. and that's the, re that's the only main reason why Blue Boost is a standout to me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, Prestos, like, obviously I'm – well, maybe you don't know, but I'm like, I'm big into pretzels. But yeah, that's not a performance. That's literally just for walking straight lines. <laughs> exactly. And uh, and like I tried doing um, Disneyland in Prestos. I couldn't do it. They were, they were too soft and my foot was going everywhere. And I started yeah. getting chin, chin pains and whatnot. Yeah, makes sense. So my other one is I have a closet full of them, but Letterman jackets. And the only reason why I regret this is because I bought them all when I was in the Bay Area. So Bay Area. Hold um, on. Back up. Are you talking about literally like a physical jacket or some sort of shoe that's a Letterman jacket? No, no. Physical jackets. Wait, hold on. You bought a Letterman jacket like when you were out of high school? Yes, because they're all New York ones. Yankees. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So they're all, they're like all the Yankees and Knicks. Huh? With all the patches and things like that. Uh, they don't. The only patch they have is the uh, NY logo on the chest. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, tell me why do you regret those? Because those are pretty dope. They are. They are dope. That's the only reason why I still have them. 
uh, is because they're dope. But I have absolutely no use for them because I, where I live now, ah, gotcha. worst case scenario, <laughs> it, you know what I mean? You're for me wearing those. You know, when it's like fifty degrees outside in the Bay Area and it's windy, works. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Where I'm at now, it was 112 the other day. Yeah. Even during winter time, it doesn't get cold enough to wear to justify wearing that jacket. Gotcha. Yeah. So now I have a closet full of them that I can't wear. On top of that, my new destination where I plan to move, I will never wear that jacket, which is Florida. Yeah. Okay. Now I get it. Okay. That so, makes- so now that's why I regret having, and I got a closet full of them, man. I got like, I want to say like 10. Damn. So that's why. And those things were not cheap. Yeah, no, no. Leather, I mean, I remember being in high school and Letterman's jackets were, you know, at least a few hundred bucks. And I was in high school. And I was in high school a long time ago. So right. I didn't know any type of, like, professionally and, and, made. You know, and those were plain. Those, you didn't have to pay extra for the, for the logo. So mm-hmm. I also had to pay extra because these are uh, licensed logos. So I got, like, Knicks and, and, uh, <laughs> and Yankees and, yeah, man. Oof. So yeah, so that's if, another one. If there's any New York cats listening, they're probably just licking their chops and like, oh man, I would love to have those Dante. Yeah, man, I got uh, red, I got navy, I got black, I got gray, I got uh, navy that's got all the World Series patches on it. I got uh, a couple of Knicks ones. I got, I got. There's, there's, there's a ton in there. Wow, you gonna sell them? You're just gonna keep them? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I know that I will. I almost, man. Let me tell you, I was millimeters away from donating all of them, but I just Whoa, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Yeah, donating. Come on, you got to give it to some. You can't donate them. You got to give them to either someone from New York or someone's going to appreciate them or someone's going to take good care of them. But you can't just give them to just some random person donating. True. That's money you're donating away. Well, I mean, that's why I didn't do it. Yeah, but so, you thought about it. Like you're really, literally going to take, and I'm just exaggerating. I'm just guessing. You're literally going to take a three hundred or a bunch of three hundred dollar or three hundred plus dollar jackets and just give them away. Well, someone will be blessed. Yeah, but still, my point is like. <laughs> no, I know, I get it. That's why I couldn't do it. Hundred, yeah, come on. Nah, that's why I couldn't do it. Um, but uh, then the, the next one on my list is every KD five. Wow. Okay. Do you remember KD fives? Were they looked like tops? the Hyperdunks? No, high top. Hmm, okay. They had the, uh, the let's see, link. they had the the DC ones uh, where they were like all red, had the neon green, like the neon green check on it. Then they had the video game ones for Christmas, which looked like they were like blue pixelated. I'm going to pull them up right now. Let's see here. So KD5s. Every KD5. It's an absolute horrible sneaker. See, I was a oh, fan of it. makes it horrible. Huh? What makes it horrible? The cut of the shoe and the fact that um, they were not they were not decent to wear. I thought they were going to be like just a high top version of the KD4, which I, I well, I mean, KD4 is probably one of the best yeah, uh, basketball sneakers, period. Um, but I thought they were just going to be a high version of that, which they did not feel the same. They literally felt like like just a a, uh, a hyperduck. I think it was a hyperduck 2010, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Which was also another terrible sneaker. Gotcha. gotcha. So, but every KD five, that was just—I mean, even 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 though me getting it at a discount, because at that time I worked for Champs, I was a manager of Champs. Even getting the plug on them and buying them at a discount, still 
not worth it. Yeah, I see that. Oh. It, you know, so funny about these is that I think they're so forgettable that I don't even remember these even coming out. Like, if someone was to show me the shoe and say, that's a KD5, I'm like, nope, that's like some sort of Kyrie. So, right. I had a bunch, man. So I remember. <laughs> I literally, because I worked at Champs, I literally had just about every colorway. Oh. But I, I mean, in all fairness, though, you can say that about just about every signature shoe that came out. Makes sense. And the thing is about this is like no one really wants a shoe. So even if you want to sell those shoes, you'd have to basically give them away or sell them half off or something. Right. Like I think that. I think I eventually got rid of them to Soul Supremacy for like $20 a piece. Wow. And I know even with your discount, I know you didn't pay no $20 for them. But... No, I definitely did not. I didn't I didn't pay because uh, remember that the, at that time, the retail was probably like, I don't know, 120 or no, not a little bit more, probably like 140 So I got my discount on them. So I paid roughly 80 bucks. Somewhere around there. Wow. So, yeah. So, unfortunately, I did lose, but that's why it's on this list. Yeah. You're, 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 you're paying and losses entertainment for the masses. So, thank you, Dante. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm still here, so I made it. Yeah. But, uh, so, number one, LeBron 17 2K playoff. Number two, every LeBron 13, horrible sneaker. <laughs> number three, anything with Adidas boost, I think is, I mean, it's hard-pressed to convince me otherwise. Uh, number four, my closet full of Letterman jackets. Uh, and number five is every KD5. Yeah, man. The saddest one for me, though, in that list is those Letterman jackets. Me too. Yeah. But you're going to have one, but I just can't wear them. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like you have something that's like dope. It's kind of like reminds me on a much, much, much smaller scale of like on my end of not being able to wear all my nice kicks that I have here because it's like I'm not going anywhere, you know, and I don't want to wear them out just like running errands because I don't want to get them messed up, you know. Right. So, you're in the same situation. Right. All right. So that was it for sneakers. That's that's it for our sneaker talk. So if anybody else wants to stay on, we are going to get into the new that actually just came out yesterday. The Zack Snyder official trailer for his the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League and the new Batman trailer just came out. So if anybody wants to cut off, we appreciate we appreciate you listening. Uh, to all the sneaker talk, but now we're about to get into the up portion of it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So I sent you the trailer for both of them. Do, I you, saw have a preference? Do you have a preference on which one you want to talk about first? Let's talk about the Batman. Okay. So what are your thoughts on the Batman trailer? It didn't do anything for me. First of all, I didn't realize Batman, they had a new character um, playing him, and that guy looks too skinny. Batman's supposed to have some sort of like kind of thickness, pause, like kind of muscular muscularity and this guy seemed like a skinny kind of twerp kind of guy so um that was my first thing that jumped out to me i was like who's this guy I was like is he batman because i was like he's too thin but anyways that's one thing and then the other thing is that when i saw the trailer the villain and like the it just seemed like a regular batman movie there's nothing that jumped out as like oh this looks dope this vi this villain is great or the thing is it's just it's like they didn't explain enough or for me maybe i'm not you know entrenched enough into the batman series to get out like why would i go watch this movie like it visually didn't look that great and I didn't get anything in the story that really drew, drew me in. So it's just kind of like an ant to me. What's your thoughts on that Batman trailer? Okay, so let me ask you this, though. So do you have, do you know who the, the main antagonist is? No, he's like, yeah, like, he like, I remember like he had a skeleton face or something. Who's that main antagonist? Uh, so it, it didn't really put it out there as far as who the main antagonist is. Although I can tell you at the very, very, very end when it said 2021, yeah. it had question marks. Yes. Oh, the Riddler. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't and the Riddler vibes at all from that. I did because he was getting uh, notes 
remember they kept sending notes like envelopes oh you're right so i was i it didn't even dawn on me until the very end when i saw the question marks and i was like oh that's See, who and, it that, could that's, and that's what i'm talking about like for a person who's like a kind of a more casual like fan or whatever i completely missed all that so that's why that trailer completely just like was like eh okay i got you see I, i'm um I'm probably not as advanced as Jonathan is as far as like the stories and in depth with it, but I'm not as novice. So I have some experience with Batman. I, I know a lot of the history. Uh, I just not too familiar with all the timelines. So I, on the other hand, am very hopeful for Robert Pattinson playing the Batman. This definitely seems a lot more, as far as his twilight days, as far as like Bruce Wayne looking more emo. That's where I know him from. Okay, now it's explains. Okay, sorry, continue. No, it's, all, <laughs> it's all good. It's familiar. Yeah, so he, it's Robert Pat, Robert Pattinson. Um, so he definitely has a lot more of the emo vibes going on. But I actually, I actually really like this take because we've had the Christian Bale is probably a little bit shorter. And if you shrink him down a little bit, it's probably very reminiscent of Robert Pattinson as far as his body type. But this looks so much darker. And I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm very hopeful from this trailer on the dark path that he's about to walk. Yeah, let me hop in real quick. That was one thing I did notice about it. It's like, it seemed like this Batman is not a, not a, not a nice guy Batman. He whoops ass and doesn't really care and doesn't follow rules. So that was one thing that I did get a vibe of. That was one thing I think I did like about it. See, and the reason why I really like that is because we have a, I don't know if you want to call it a realistic, but we have more of a normal, quote unquote, normal Batman in Justice League that's currently happening now. Mm -hmm. So I'm okay with, Batman standalone being super dark. Hold on, I just realized something. So we're gonna have two basically parallel timelines where you have two different Batmans now. We don't know. Well, what do you mean? I mean, we don't know. They they haven't specified yet. They haven't specified that this is like an early. Um, ah, okay. Early. Uh, oh man, his name just left me. Um, ben Affleck Batman. We don't know if it's an early Ben Affleck Batman. If it's two different universes a batman universe and a justice justice league universe they haven't specified yeah if it i think it would have to be two different universes because he just looks nothing like ben affleck so how can he be an early ben affleck batman because ben affleck was not a batman like when he was a teenager so it was all right. adults this is a completely different guy so i don't see them stitching those two together if they do that would be weird to me right exactly so now here's where things can get into play and um I, let me see if I can send it to you real quick. But for those that are listening, there is a um, it's I don't know if it's a fan made or not, but there is a kind of a poster that is being passed around uh, through social media right now that is of um, the flash from uh, the flash from Justice League mm -hmm. and behind him is um batman 1985 batman hmm okay you gotta send that to me i yeah. I, I, I posted it to uh our ig page i sent you in that messenger um mm -hmm. oh man why am i i'm getting horrible with names right now um 1985 batman who was that that you was 
Um, the uh, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton, yeah, yeah. So it's the new Flash with the Michael Keaton Batman standing behind him. Interesting. Okay. That's so now there was talk about how in the Arrowverse, which is on the WV uh, or W WB uh, TV shows, mm-hmm. and it's the Arrowverse that the Flash there he did meet up. He did meet with Justice League's the movies uh flash so those two flashes met i heard about that there was talk that michael keaton's batman was supposed to be in there as well and they were all supposed to meet because of what's called flashpoint which at this point we're getting really deep into like the dc universe but um but so from what i'm thinking is if they wanted to bring robert pattinson's batman into the justice league universe Mm-hmm. They would have to do that during the Flashpoint storyline. Okay. Because in that in that, you know, Flashpoint universe, that kind of really encapsulates all universes. Gotcha. Okay. I can see that. So it it starts getting real crazy, but the Flash is just a lot more than just a fast guy. Okay. So hold on. What he can combine universes? That's what he does. Well, he he's can... kind of time traveling through dimensions right through, okay. through the right. speed force gotcha that makes sense that makes sense yeah so it gets it gets real in depth here and this is where jonathan would really have a much more grasp and be able to explain a lot more but essentially that's kind of what it generalizes to is through the speed force he can travel to di- different dimensions and different times gotcha. gotcha so if they wanted to do that flashpoint uh the story arc would be the time to do that okay Makes sense. You want to talk about the um, Justice League trailer? Yes. So we've talked about the Justice League, uh, Justice League Zack Snyder cut before, and I, I I was either misinformed or misheard, or they changed it. But is uh, they changed it from, or it's no longer six hours; it's four hours. So it's going to come out one on eight. One movie. This is a Zack Snyder cut. Is Zack Snyder known for like making longer cuts of movies? I don't get the. Zack Snyder is the original director, producer of uh, one of the two. He's the original director of the Justice League movie. But when it came time for editing uh, the movie, the Justice League movie, he had a family emergency and had to leave. Okay. So someone else came in and finished the movie because they had to get the movie out in a certain time. So when that person came in, they didn't release the movie under Zack Snyder's vision. Gotcha. So I know we talked earlier and you did not have a chance yet to watch the Justice League movie. But Dante, let me interrupt you. I did not watch the movie, but I did some research. And last night I watched the ending scene and I watched all the flashes scenes. So I do know what happened in Justice League to a certain extent. Okay. I can speak on that. I want to just talk about that real quick. So first of all, that movie looked terrible. Um, the ending was just cheesy. Everything was awful, right? The Flash scenes were hilarious. Flash scene was good. And my other favorite scene actually is when Flash is trying to like roll up on Superman while Superman's fighting. Um, the rest like, of them? And then he like, because you know like when they show Flash, right? It's slow motion. So right. Flash can see everything in real time and everything else. Are, and Superman just turns his head and he's watching him the whole time. So it's just hilarious because he's like, he's super fast, but Superman's able to keep up with him and sees him trying to sneak up on him and Flash is like, oh shit, this guy sees me as I'm approaching when no one else can see him. So 
that was actually a really good scene. But other than that, though, the movie was terrible, in my opinion. I believe I I agree with you. I mean, as a DC, because I'm DC Marvel, you know, even Keel, I I love them both. I have my preference with Marvel, but you know, whatever. Um, I still like DC. I really, really wanted to like that movie. Mm-hmm. I loved Wonder Woman. Yeah. Batman vs Superman was okay. Justice League was basically on par with that. It was just okay. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Um, I like. Let me interrupt real quick. I like Batman vs Superman. I don't know why people hate that movie. I thought it was good. The fight with Doomsday and and all that stuff. You know, a couple of cheesy parts here and there, but I really was entertained by that movie. So yeah, see, I mean, like I said, like I said, to me it was just okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think because my my pedestal for Batman is still the Dark Knight with the Joker. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So that's kind of that's you know that's that's the ultimate high. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So. If it's not really on par with that, it's going to be kind of hard. But to be fair, I don't hate it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, but the Zack Snyder cut, this one also seemed rushed because the Zack Snyder cut is supposed to give a backstory for each individual person. Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to, because you know how all of a sudden the Flash like kind of just showed up mm-hmm. and they gave a, you know, where did he get his powers from? Where did this come from? Where did that come from? Like there was no first movie for the Flash. Right. Same thing with Cyborg. So the Zack Snyder cut is supposed to have introductions for all of them. Oh, okay. So when you watch the Zack Snyder cut, you'll have an intro to Cyborg. You'll have an intro to Flash. You'll, you know, what I mean, it'll explain where they come from. Gotcha. I saw the trailer for the Zack Snyder one, and I actually liked it because all the action looked really good. I have no clue what's going on with the story, but the action looked really good. So I was like, okay, this is a movie I would watch because the different characters, Aquaman, Spider-Man, not Spider-Man, Aquaman, Batman, uh, Superman, and The Flash, mm-hmm. the thing they were doing in the trailer would look dope. So I was like, I want to see that. So that looked good to me. And the rumor is as well, is that in the Zack Snyder cut, there's also sub- supposed to be something in there about Green Lantern. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. So there's also supposed to be something about Green Lantern. It's supposed to show they've already showed um, a little bit of Dark Side. So I'm very curious on how he comes into the Zack Snyder cut. Um, I want to see the backstories. I would definitely want to see more of the Flash. I think the Flash is an awesome Flash. Yeah, he's good. I, w- I want to see more of him as well. Um, so I'm just I'm super excited to see how what Zack Snyder's vision was of this movie. Yeah. Because like I said, I think that, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, because I think the movie itself, like one, I know you've seen the main parts, but watch the movie, and you'll you I think you may see what I'm talking about, where it feels kind of like rushed a little bit, like you know, like there's pieces missing. Gotcha. And that was kind of the biggest complaint, at least that I've seen from most people, was that it just seemed like like pieces, like important pieces were missing to this movie. You didn't get a whole movie. Oh, the the previous Justice League, not this upcoming one. Correct. Gotcha. So that's that's where I'm at with it. So I'm I'm super excited for both of them. I'm really hoping, like, I want to see the black Superman, the black suit Superman. I want to see, you know, there was talk about that before Justice League even came out, and then it never showed up. Um, I want to see the backstory for Flash, the story arc for Flash and Cyborg. I, I I'm, I'm excited to see all that. Gotcha. Now, do you think the Flash character is strong enough to hold his own movie? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's for sure. I like that. He's very entertaining. 
Yes, well, and he uh, in in the the comic movie, like the animated movies and and the comic books, he's always been that type of that type of character. Okay. So he, yeah. So he, I think he, I think he captures it well. He's a really smart dude, but really, um, like a, a very brilliant. Uh, what is that? A forensic scientist. But mm-hmm. at the same time, he has those. You know, he makes those comments. He says those funny things. So I think you know what. Uh, did you see the part where he was like, "Oh man, you know, uh, where Bruce Wayne asked him, you know, hey, I'm putting this group together." And before Batman can even finish saying it, uh, the Flash was like, "Yes." He yeah, was like, oh, well, I, yeah. He was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Well, anything to meet friends." No, I didn't see that. That's funny. Oh, okay. yeah, man. Well, um, there's there's bits in there, and when uh, and that was the intro to the Flash. So it's like you don't you don't hear anything from before. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay, they just kind of rushed him in there. That's weird. No, exactly. Interest. He exactly. was just there. because because in the Batman versus uh, Superman, they showed. I don't know if it was Batman or someone was looking at a computer screen and they were able to see all the other characters. That yeah. was Batman. Yeah, but they didn't say anything about them, so it went from that to all of a sudden Aquaman is just there. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay. Now, granted, Aquaman was the only is the only one to have his own movie. True. Wonder Woman had. Oh. Right, right, right. Well, that was after. I was it after? Might have been after. Yeah. I don't remember, I but it's, I mean, right. So, but in Justice League, you have basically the other half of the Justice League, which is um, Green Lantern, which he wasn't even in it. Then there is Cyborg, which was in it, but no backstory. The same thing with Flash, who's in it, had a huge impact and no backstory. Right. Gotcha. So again, you kind of you just feel like pieces are missing. You just felt like you just watched an incomplete movie, and that's how I felt. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't watch that movie for sure. It just, yeah, it didn't. So, but the thing is that these directors are not stupid. So if one director is taking over a movie, say Zack Snyder's taking the movie back and knows that the first director fucked it up, he's going to go out of his way to probably make sure he fixes all that stuff. So I would that, have, that's uh, why the movie is four hours long. Ah, okay. Yep, because he's putting everything back. Now, do you have HBO Max? I don't have anything. All I have, is, well, I don't say I don't have anything, but all I have is Netflix, uh, Hulu, Amazon. Okay, because this is this is this is coming out on HBO Max only. Yeah, I saw that in the in the um, in the preview of the trailer, which is crazy. Yes. So because HBO Max or HBO, I think has a contract with DC. Because if you go on HBO Max, which I have um, their app, you can see just about. Almost all of the uh, all of the DC movies, animated included. Well, that also makes sense because since no one's going to movie theaters, they have to release it somewhere, and they got to get paid. So, um, yeah, I guess it makes sense. It's on, it had, would have to be on one of those streaming platforms. Speaking of which, so we'll, we'll we'll get off of that now, unless you have anything more to add. Nope. Okay, so this is a new to uh, this is new. I'm just bringing this up because that actually just popped into my head. Mulan, the live, the live version, and uh, from what I'm, from what I'm understanding, the Black Widow movie, those are going to be released via the Disney Plus app for the exclu- I think it's called like the exclusive access or premium access. Okay, so you have to pay more on top of the subscription. thirty thirty dollars per movie, but you get the movie. Oh, you you get like you can download the. A physical copy or something? Um, no, like you'll have unlimited access to the movie. 
kind of like a voodoo. You know where you go on voodoo that has all the movies there. You pay for the movie and then you can watch it forever. Oh yeah, no, I didn't know that. Okay, uh, yeah. So so Mulan, for a fact, um, mm -hmm. and it's called uh, Disney Plus subscription premium access, premier access. Okay. So Disney Plus. So you pay thirty dollars. It comes out September fourth. You pay thirty dollars, and then you get that movie unlocked basically on your Disney plus app. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? And it seems like Mulan is definitely on there. Cause it shows, I just looked it up on the app and it shows it already. And then, um, for what I'm understanding, the black widow is supposed to be the same thing. So instead of releasing in theaters, cause mm -hmm. most of them are closed anyway, excuse me. It looks like it's releasing via the app. Yeah. So I don't have Disney plus and um, I'm not a Black Widow or Mulan fan, so that wouldn't make me buy it. Um, and also, just because I'm not too into those two characters, I mean, if I like found a free download or something or a free streaming thing, I'd do it, but I wouldn't even go out of my way to watch it. So I have no connection with those. What about oh, you? Okay, I got you. Yeah, oh, I'm buying them day one if they're available. Yeah, Mulan, I, I really like Mulan, uh, the original Mulan, I guess one, because I guess they came out with like two, maybe three uh, animated movies. But yeah, it was the, good. the live action one, I really want to see. I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a sucker for Disney anyway. Um, and then the Black Widow, uh, if you follow, and it's not just you speaking, but if, if any of you follow any of the Marvel movies or you're into the Marvel Universe, you have to see this movie. Because you can't, you'll miss so much if you miss any of the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. Everything has Easter eggs, which are hidden things inside the movies. Mm -hmm. All of them have, you know, uh, what's leading up to future movies. As far as like even Wolverine being introduced into the uh, into the Marvel universe, Fantastic Four being introduced to the Marvel universe, Nova. Um, the you know, I believe Black Widow is supposed to be hint at kind of who is the new antag main antagonist in the whole Avengers universe. Mm -hmm. So kind of like how uh, Thanos was. I mm -hmm. believe that they're supposed to start introducing uh, kind of like the backstory because this is an older because she's still alive in this movie. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to release like who is who's been hiding in the cuts this whole time kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I mean like I would watch it but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. Like if I had to pay for it, so uh, you see, I'm gonna be knocking over kids and, mm -hmm. and you know, pushing shopping carts out of the way. I'm I'm rushing the front door. Yeah, well, I think we're gonna talk a little bit later about like uh, you know this our segment about like what annoys us and oh, yeah. talking about something related to all this in our what annoys. I just thought about it just now. Okay, so but uh, if you are good with that, I just wanted to bring that up real quick. I got nothing more to add to it. Okay, I'm good with it. All right, so now going on that, our new segment, which we actually finally have a name for, is what scuffs my kicks. So mm -hmm. for any, for anybody not knowing, it's basically just what GC said. It's anything that annoys you, anything that's just part of regular day life. Um, so what 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 scuffs your kicks? So you want to go first? Yeah, and just add a little more context. It might be obvious, but scuff kicks basically as a sneaker, getting a scuff on your shoe is one of the worst things that can happen because you get dirt on your shoe, you can clean it off. You get a mark on your shoe, you can clean it off. And when you get a scuff, that's basically part of your shoe gets damaged and you can't fix that. So scuffing your kicks is a bad thing for sneakerheads. So we yeah. get really annoyed by scuffing kicks or having our kicks get scuffed. 
Thank you. Thank you for adding on to that. It, yeah, that, that that just goes to, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So what's Gus my kicks? And this is related to the Disney Plus thing is I do not understand why people lose their shit over Hamilton. I've And I got to be fair, I've never watched it and I absolutely refuse to watch it because people talk about it like it's the greatest thing ever. And I think... And I sound kind of stupid saying this, and I'll admit that, but I think it's just hype that people like it. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's entertaining, but, you know, the second coming of Jesus Christ is not what this show is. But the way everybody talks about it, even my own wife, they're like, you have to watch it. And it's like, I refuse to watch it just because everybody thinks it's so great. So that's what scuffs my kicks. Okay. I can tell you now that you'll probably end up kicking yourself later for, for, for waiting so long to watch it. I am one of those ones. I don't think it's the second coming of Jesus, but... It is extremely entertaining. I just watched it last weekend. Yeah, like for the we talked talk, talk about it on the last uh, on the last episode. I I am a I am a huge fan. Now you do have to set three hours aside because it's two hours and yeah. forty minutes. But I don't like musicals. I like hip hop though. I do like hip hop, but I don't like musicals. So watching people sing and dance for thirty minutes may not be my thing. But you know, I, f- I feel it. I mean, I get it. I get it. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said though, because of because of what uh, who Alexander Hamilton is, mm-hmm. you you may maybe you may have missed um, when you actually finally break down and watch it, or your wife because she's such a fan. If she ever you know uh, tells you to sit you down and makes you watch it, mm-hmm. you you may end up liking it. Okay, yeah, maybe. So, no. but fair enough. Um, so it really scuffs my kicks. People, y'all need to stop speeding on the freeway. <laughs> you are you may think you are getting there faster, but I could tell you you are definitely not. All you and and it's not just the speeding. If you're on an open straightaway and it's mm-hmm. there's no cars around you, okay, you know, whatever. But if you're swerving in and out of traffic, I can't tell you how many times that I get so irritated with people who are swerving in and out of traffic, speeding. And then they get stuck behind another vehicle, and then I'm going the speed limit, or maybe you know slightly over five miles is typically my comfort zone, and I pass you up, and you were just flying down the highway. Yeah, chill. You're not going to get that faster. If anything, I I've seen so many uh, accidents on the road. Some mm-hmm. I've right in right in front of me, but a lot of them where people were speeding. And they'll fly past me, and then I end up getting to where they were, and they're in an accident, whether it's a fender bender or a serious one. And they're pulled over on the side of the road. Stop speeding, people. That's what's got to be. And it's only kids doing this, right? You don't see real, like, grown men who are like, you know. I don't don't pay attention. Gotcha. I don't don't care that much. All I know is that I just noticed the cause because I live in my mirrors when I drive. Okay. So I live in my mirrors when I drive to know what's around me. So when I, I'm, I'm always watching the cars, and the cars that are speeding are always the ones that stand out because I do my best to, mm-hmm. you know, avoid them. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so that, that's what scuffs my kicks. Yeah, man, definitely. I see that a lot. I think of it as like just kids who are just getting their license for the first time, so they're acting wild. So I kind of expect them to do that. But yeah, it's hella dangerous, you know, doing uh, all that stuff. Some of kids. Um, I mean, I would I would generalize it to everyone. I Absolutely. I can't say that I've seen men and women doing it. Now, granted, some looked older, but you can't always tell though when they're driving that fast. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I have my own thoughts about that, but I'll leave that because I don't want to like rant on about that. But yeah, I can see why that was good for your kids as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, it's different if it's an open, open area. Cause even I push the limit sometimes and, you know, go a little over my five mile, over the speed limit, my comfort of five miles an hour. Sometimes I'll hit 10 miles over, but that's when no other cars are around. It's, you know, it's basically an open highway, but when there's traffic, you need to chill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna speed and just go, or when someone won't let you in, and it's like all the traffic's backed up, so you might as well let me in. You're oh, not going to be for Yeah, too. <laughs> and they, and they pretend they try to pretend like they don't see you, but mm-hmm. you're like literally staring at them. You know they can feel your eyes melt in the side of their window. But let me tell. Okay, so <laughs> I I disclosed earlier that I drive a big truck uh, as part of one of my added oh. duties during COVID. So I'm trying to drive this big truck, and you know there's. Uh, I go to areas that I don't know very well as far as the highway is concerned. So I'm in this big old truck and I'm trying to, to get over because the line that I'm in or the lane that I'm in is, has turned into an exit only and I need to stay on the freeway. So I'm trying to get over and people are not letting me over. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Man. I, they are lucky that I'm in a, that my, my truck has a company logo on it. Yeah. Jeez. God yeah. Let- Man, let me tell you. So that's another one that really scuffs my kicks. <laughs> I, try, I try so hard to listen to R&B when I'm in that truck because mm-hmm. I try to defuse every situation by singing out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got one more to add since we're talking about vehicles for our kicks. When you're at a red light and the light has turned green and it's only been a millisecond and the person oh. behind you is already honking. Oh, Dude, man, that's so irritating. God. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be one of my new favorite segments. <laughs> yeah. Easily. My kicks, grinding my gears, get off my chest. Yeah, man, it's all the same. Man. Oh, but all right. So that's all you got. I got nothing else to add. I had a couple of surprises in there that just populated in my head that we needed to talk about. But you got anything to add, man? Uh, not to add, but I just want to say, man, this was fun, man. Uh, I don't know who's listening and, you know, all that good stuff, but I really enjoyed this conversation. It was a lot of fun talking about this stuff. So I enjoyed myself. Yes. And if, if anyone, if anyone is listening and you follow us on the IG page, uh, shout us out, give us some topics. You know, we, we, it's the hardest thing to come up with every week is, is topics just because, you know, it's sneakers are just a cycling thing. Um, then, you know, we, we also have to rely on us being actively on social media websites, which I know most of us are not, I'm rarely on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to come up with topics, so if there's something that you want us to talk about, you know, that's also fun. Cause then it gives us a goal to reach as far as like looking it up and researching a little bit. So that'd be, I mean, that's cool too. Like homework almost. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we can, we're always looking for input and feedback to make things better. So yeah, send it our way if you have it. Yeah, please. But again, thank you for listening. Uh, hit us up on the IG page. Follow. Give us a subscribe, a like. Uh, YouTube is mm, its a little bit harder to do the videos uh, just with I've tried it and they keep coming out pixelated. So may have to kind of defer off of that one for a little bit, uh, at least for me. Um, but the podcast will keep those coming. That's what's up. All right. Oh, well, that's all I got. So thank everybody for listening. I am Dante. I am GC, and this is the Sneakers and Up Show podcast.
yeah. You can miss me with them hallelujahs. Hollow point, hollow shells, put hollow studio. I had a dream like Martin Luther. The only difference, I'm no Martin Luther. Man boogie, nigga, spark the Ruger. I'm about to start a movement. I'm a boss, so I don't do recruiting. I know the formula of Rubik's Cuban. In the rap game, I miss the Isaac Newton. I'm far-fetched, yeah, I'm too far-fetched. Draw arms and I don't sketch. I draw arms, arms stretch, mouth open like a long stretch. The content in my context is conscience. Your content with my context is nonsense. The content in my context is ah yes. Your content with my context, no contest. So you can miss me with them hallelujahs. Hollow points have a nigga spinning like he hula hooping. Dolphins, Lambo, six feet, Dove, do backspins, high like neck break, shamed at the hollow gym, ring watch earrings, everything's popping, land calls big boys, everything's dropping, white cheese coogies, look like cottage, chinchilla mink furs, carpets made of ostrich, head of toe ferry, Armani oh, though, Louis Vuitton Fendi, Burberry glow, no shoes in my crib, ask where does that go, whole house life light, look like a jungle, on the strip with the brick, big homie never Fumble was best to keep it humble or get into a rumble. Ha!